0: Hey, thanks so much for having me on this morning and uh, I really appreciate uh the congratulations. I'm happy to be back. Happy to be playing for Edmonton and, and spending another year with uh in the in the in the green and gold.
1: Tell me about negotiations. Uh were they difficult? Was it only a matter of time? Were there any nervous moments? Uh what 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 were the negotiations like in getting a deal done? Uh you know, it's uh
0: but business was uh, was very professional this year, and you know the the team expressed interest uh, in bringing me back during the season last year, and so it was, everything was very cordial. Uh, we got to negotiating; everything went smooth, quick. It was good business.
1: You know, there's there's the outside noise would say, "Why would why would someone who has had success in the past with the Calgary Stampeders has won a Grey Cup?" is used to winning would come back to an organization that had a four and 14 season. So explain to those doubters and those people who would wonder why the heck would you, would you come back to the Elks after a tough season? What, what's, what's the draw? What's the sell? What, what's the belief in this team?
0: Well, the belief starts with, with my teammates and a lot of the, you're already seeing a lot of the key pieces coming back. Uh, and even with the coaches, yeah, I, I believe in what we're trying to do here. It was there was, uh, there was unsteady waters last year, but in that same breath, there was so much success from last year. Like when we played Winnipeg at home, that was something I've never, I, I don't think I've ever witnessed that in my career. We held Zach Caleros to less than ten completed passes in yeah, a whole seven. game. Like I, this is CFL <laughs> too. This is a CFL. This is a passing league, and you're telling. And the most amazing thing was that we lost that game, so we were able to hold Zach Caleros down to seven completions in the entirety of a CFL game. Like that. So, I guess what I'm alluding to is like I believe in a lot of the things that we're doing. There was some moments of darkness, but I have a lot of faith in what we can do. Uh, yes, I've been part of uh, success, successful teams. I think that there's a real opportunity for this team. I think we're we have a, a chance to really break the ranks next year, and I'm looking forward to, to going to war again with these, these guys. There's, I know there's there's so many guys on this team that you just want to play for, and it's really exciting. And I think towards the end of the year, you saw some things on special teams start coming together. And uh, you know, God rest his soul. Christian Salisbury will be missed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that I still, I'm still in shock about that news. But I, we're going to be playing for him next year. And uh, yeah, like that. My, I'm dedicating my next season to to Christian. Uh, and we want to make sure we, we do things right.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's well said, Ante, and uh, he's going to be missed for sure. And uh, that that brings me to my next next point is, uh, you know, there was a lot of um, let's just say chaos with the transaction wire last year, where Chris Jones and you know uh, up close and personal what what he he's like now. He's not afraid to make any changes, and if he wants to make changes, he'll he'll do it. And we saw a lot of players going out, a lot of players coming in. But now, tell me about as you got to the end of the season, and unfortunately, Christian can't go forward with you guys anymore, um, and we're all going to miss him for sure. That smile was infectious, that attitude was infectious, but going forward, um, there seems to be a core developing here, and even G-Roy Simon, the assistant general manager, spoke last week at the winter meetings in Kenanaskis and said, yeah, like when Chris Jones and I got the job, it was kind of late, so we're... Kind of slapping a roster together, but now we're kind of targeting uh, specifically what we want from a player standpoint and a character standpoint. And you talk to many players that kind of see the same thing, but and say that it was starting to form late in the year. The wins weren't coming, but we were starting to see the building blocks of what you need—the foundation of a of a successful team. Did you see that as well?
0: I I, I would concur with that because. I think when you're when you're building any kind of team, it doesn't it really doesn't matter what the field is. You want to bring in positive people. You want to bring in people with the right attitude. You want people that want to be there. Um, you know, and in essence, uh, sometimes it's it's that that's all the difference in the world. Christian, uh, he was he was a guy uh, when I, when he was cut or when he was released originally in training camp he was a guy that was told that they would be interested in bringing him back. And he continued supporting the team. Even while he was gone, he was reposting our things, commenting, sharing our, our highlights, all this stuff. And when he was brought back to the team, I was like, his it was like his world came true again. Mm-hmm. And that's, he, that's the, the kind of impact he had in his locker room. It was just the most genuine joy of playing football. And That's when you're bringing guys like that, you know, you're doing you're putting together a a really potent team. And that when you have those guys that are bringing in a positive attitude every day that believe that, that we could win a game at any point in time, that's how you know you're getting the right guys. And towards the end of the season. When Even when our fate was sealed, there was a lot of players that were going out there and playing as if it was a great cup. And when you're bringing those kinds of guys back, you know that you're going to have a good team. You know that those are going to be the guys that that make a roster uh, that has an X factor to it. And I think that's what I'm looking forward to and seeing... Is that we're going to build off of those those kinds of guys, and we did see some some you know we we saw lots of players come and go last year. There was, you know, a lot of longtime guys uh, that had to leave the team, and you know we we still think highly of them and everything. So, I do believe that uh, in the in the guys that are in the room right now, and I think there's a really good team in the making here.
1: Elks running back. Lee Trade joining us and uh, speaking about his new one-year deal with the Elks uh, for the 2023 season and uh, you know something in the statement uh when the Elks released that uh, and announced that you were you were signed and something that really resonated with me is is you said I will you know where whether I'm a starter, whether I'm playing on special teams, whether I'm playing every down or every snap, or you know whatever my role is, I'm going to fulfill that role, and whatever the team needs me to do, um, I'm going to do. And that's kind of a long drawn out paraphrase of what you actually said. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but when you look at, but I, I look at this example in Ottawa, you had one of your better games of the season and, and your career, and in fact, you were you know deemed as the most efficient running back that week in the CFL. And then two games later, here comes this kid named Kevin Brown out of Incarnate Word in San Antonio. And he takes he takes the reins here. And you know, your role is 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 you know changed uh with the offense. But you know, you just did your job. But speak about just the, the importance in a championship team of you know, whatever role you have, you have to give max effort and max uh responsibility and, and have the right attitude exactly
0: well when you win a Grey Cup you have to really think about it if you're in the ownership group every single person gets a ring in that room mm-hmm. the trainers the equipment staff and everybody plays a vital role in in, in an organization that's that's what a winning organization does They, uh, when you win a Grey Cup every single thing is going right everybody's putting in a championship effort from whatever field that is, whether it's tickets whether it's you're starting running back, your quarterback, linebackers. Everybody is contributing some way, somehow. Um, and being, you know, this is going to be my seventh or sixth year in the CFL this year. You got to be able to. 18 games is a is a long, long season. That's punishing, and and the style of play I I bring to the running back game is very taxing on myself and my opponents. So. I'm always ready to give what the team needs uh, the, the, the the tasks that are required of me they could change week to week and I, I choose to embrace that that I, I don't think there's many people in professional football that have that ability uh, I'm very grateful for what I what what the team is actually able to ask me to do so the fact that they could ask me to start around running back for a game and I could handle that role and and do it well I'm very proud of that and the, and the following week if I'm playing on all four special teams and I could get rack up a couple tackles and tackle my op- opponent's running back that's their return guy or something I take a lot of pride in that it, it's a quite literally the coolest job in the world and I embrace it I, I get to do a little bit of everything
1: all right. Before I let you go here, uh, we always like to ask, Hey, where's, where's the off season? You know, where, where are you spending your off season? Uh, where's the off season home? And I know several players uh, live in Edmonton year round. You probably have one of the most exotic uh, off season locales. I think I've ever talked to with any player uh, during my, my time covering the Elks and, and the, and the CFL, where's the off season home right now, Ante? We're in uh,
0: Sydney, Australia. I know that I think I saw some temperatures of minus 30 throughout Alberta. I'm enjoying plus 30 in, uh, in Sydney, seeing the beach, getting uh, some uh, very high quality training done on some uh, some fantastic summer weather conditions. So I'm enjoying and, you know, I'm quite committed to becoming the best version of myself heading into training camp. And I think I need, this weather is going to be a, a big boost to that.
1: Oh, right on. I, you know, it, it's gonna be, you know, plus four or five on the weekend here, but you know, still the joke's on us because you're you're in a, a more exotic, beautiful locale. Not saying that Edmonton's bad in the winter, but come on, it's Australia compared to Edmonton. Edmonton, as you know, beautiful city uh when we get out of the winter stuff but uh right now you win you win hands down auntie so thank you so much for uh, joining us from the beautiful location of sydney australia congrats on the one year deal look forward to chatting uh when training camp rolls around in mid-may and uh, all the best with the off season thank you so much
0: and have a, i hope you guys enjoy the rest of winter in alberta i know that's a special play, time and place in alberta i'll be enjoying australian summer in the meantime.